Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul & Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler and on this show we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number one. So in today's episode, I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend, Andra Bolin, who I actually met through Periscope, and I came to find out that she is a rock star sales lady. She knows her stuff when it comes to sales. She does about a half a million a year in revenue, and she actually does a lot of sales offline, meaning she gets on the phone with people, she does Skype interviews with people, and I think this is something that is so valuable because I know a lot of you want to get better at selling, and the power in selling offline can easily be brought online that you can leverage these tactics to really see what it takes to create the sales that you want in your business, whether you sell products, whether you sell services, whether you're looking to get coaching clients, you know, all of the strategies that we talk about are really effective. And in today's episode, I want you to listen for a few key things. And we're going to talk to you about one thing that you can do to really start improving your sales right now, as soon as you're done with the episode, we're going to talk to you about how to execute sales and discovery calls so that both you and the person on the other end of the phone feel good and ready to write a check to work with you. And we're also just going to talk about how you can change your perception of sales. And we specifically talk about the word conversion and converting. And I just love what Andra has to say about it. So sit back, 
relax, or if you're like me and you like to listen to the podcast at the gym, crank that treadmill up to six, seven, or eight if you're super fast and get ready to learn all about awesome sales with my good friend, Andra Bowler. Hey, Andra, I am so excited to have you on the show today. We're going to be talking about all things sales, which I know is your absolute favorite. So I want to just give everybody a little bit of background on the amazing stuff that you do. You've been in sales for 25 years. You've been in your own business for eight years. You do about a half a million in annual revenue. And you've done this all by essentially doing what I feel like most online entrepreneurs are afraid to do, which is just pick up the phone. I'm super excited to talk about that because, you know, I've seen the amazing results that you get. I know that you're breaking into the online space, and I don't think as many people realize that you are like the sales diva. You know what's what. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be in your space as well. Well, thank you. And I'm, I want to just dive right in because, you know, you're just like me. You're a no BS kind of person. You just like to get right to the good stuff. So I want to talk to you first a little bit about what you think about sales, because we were talking a little bit before we started recording about what you think people think of sales. And I'd love to just hear you kind of talk on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is that, like you just said, I've been in sales all my life. And the truth is, so have you. And so is everybody else. We've been doing it since we were little ones when we were negotiating with our parents to get our way. That's sales. That's trying to create a transformation from one place to another. That's what sales is. It's creating a connection and moving somebody into a position or basically driving them where you want them to go. And so I believe that there is this really unfortunate myth or perception that sales is sleazy. And so many people are afraid of sales because they immediately conjure up this idea of that used car salesman, right? Or that relentless telemarketer that would call (laughs) them up on the phone. And unfortunately, people have been conditioned to say no, no, no. And what my invitation is to help people move from sleaze to ease, because the truth is that as long as you are in business, as long as everybody else is in business, and until you have the financial wherewithal to hire your own sales force, you, my friend and friends, are responsible for your sales. And so my mission is debunking that myth and teaching you how to develop a different relationship with sales, that sales is really the opportunity for you to create and open a relationship. That's what sales is. It's the opportunity for you to listen to what somebody needs and really understand what their pain points are and what it is that they need to move their business forward. And you becoming confident enough in what you have to offer to paint that picture for them that you happen to be the missing piece of their puzzle to fill and create solution in that need. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I all tongue tied and everything. And that's (laughs) the cool thing about sales, too. You don't have to be flawless. In fact, flaws are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I love what you said that everybody is a salesman, because I do love to say that to people that you're always selling yourself or someone else on something. So why not just put a dollar sign next to it and get paid for it? I love it. Absolutely. So 
We jumped into the good stuff because that's how I roll. But let's back up just a little bit. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your business and what you do? Because I'm so fascinated to watch you. So for those of you who are listening and might not know Andra, she has been offline for a very long time. And she's actually coming online, which is for a lot of the people listening, I think is is the opposite. So many of us are like, there's no overhead offline. You make so much money when you're online and that's the way to do it. So tell us a little bit about your sales background and kind of what you've been doing. Yeah, thank you. Well, I have over 25 years of experience in sales and my background really started very simply. My first job was in telemarketing and I didn't even know what telemarketing was. I just knew that it was calling people, asking them if they wanted something, and then hoping they would say yes. That's the, that's the level of naivety that I had. What I quickly realized is that sales is really about building relationships, listening beyond what is spoken, and with integrity and, and um, morality, making sure that you have the answer, you know, you have the key to unlock the door. And so I've been doing sales all my life. And, and in my corporate pastime, I stayed in that lane because I was really good at it. I had a very intuitive knowing as far as how to really help people dig deeper and was able to teach people how to know the difference between an objection and a condition. And most people think when they're talking to somebody that it's an objection and that they're saying no to them, when in sometimes you have to dig deeper to get beneath that to really find out, is this a true objection or is it a condition? Because how you respond to those is different. So over the years, my younger years, I really crafted, I really honed in on my craft. I've read a gazillion books on the psychology behind sales, leadership, personal development, all the things that I needed to do that I felt would really help support me in being effective and having powerful sales conversations that converted into clients. And so, you know, I moved into leadership. At one point, I was was responsible for millions of build revenue a month with big players like Vonage, AT&T, Bell South. I had a staff of over 700 plus employees. And one day I realized that there was an opportunity for me to really move into a different sector and create my own brand. It really boils down to creating your own brand of freedom. And so over the last eight years, I've been working with businesses, specifically online businesses, teaching them how to really develop a robust plan for their business, how to sell in their business, how to develop the confidence, how to really grow their mindset, grow themselves personally so they could grow their business. And so I've been doing coaching, working with people on mindset, working with people on their sales strategy, really helping them implement actionable steps that can move their business forward, mostly into the money. Awesome. I love it. So for those of you listening who are like, who is Andra Bolin, because she might not be a big player online yet. She is a serious player offline. And I'm like watching you make your way up. And I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. And I want to touch on something that you said, which is so fascinating to me. You said two things in the same little sentence there, which is it's about connections and it's about conversions. And I think, you know, we talked about this. People are afraid for those two things to be in the same sentences because you can't be increasing your conversion rate if you're being human, right? So what do you kind of say to people or how do you work with people to get past that trying to maybe, you know, get 20% more people to buy their product while still feeling like you're being human and not taking advantage of people? 
Well, here's the reality, right, Zach? I mean, let's talk about conversions. It's not a bad word. And, you know, it's not a bad word. And if you think about it like this, it's not all about the dollar sign. A conversion is made on every interaction. Every time that we step into a Facebook group, whether we initiate the experience or we're engaging in it, we are creating a connection. And the ultimate goal is to convert people into either liking us more, resonating with what we just said, potentially maybe asking us, you know, how can I find out more? Building friendships, you're converting, right? I mean, this is almost, I mean, if we have to go back to the financial institute, it's a bank account. We're making deposits, we're making withdrawals. But the reality is there's a conversion mechanism involved in everything. And so to help, for, to, to answer the question, how do I help people who, you know, have some fear around that and they don't want to feel pushy? Let's use their language, right? Salesy, pushy, sleazy. <laughs> and I'm using some air quotes here, you know, like the, the air guitar. I'm doing the, <laughs> you know, the truth is that's all internal. So change mind about what you think sales is and is not. If you're a pushy person, that ain't nothing to do with sales, my friend. If you think that you're going into situations, intentions, and manipulative motives, it's on you. That's a personal issue, and it has nothing to do with what sales should be. And so if you're afraid of the word conversion, my invitation to you is to check yourself on that and develop a new relationship with that word. I mean, it, <laughs> I love it, it. Doesn't get any, it doesn't get any realer than that because we're all converting. Exactly. No, Always. I absolutely agree with you. I'm all about, I think it's okay to build connections to increase conversions because that's what we're all doing. Anybody who says they're not doing that isn't running a business. Absolutely. And if you believe in what you have to offer, see, this is what's interesting to me. Passion, when you're passionate about what you're doing and how you're showing up and how you're supporting people and how your product or your offering can actually impact people in a positive manner, that gives you permission to be more persuasive, more persistent. And it's not pushy. There's a difference between persistence and being pushy. Push means you're not listening. Persistence means you're responding to the call. I love that. And that's something that I'd love to highlight, which is when you have a good product, when you believe in what you're offering, there's almost an obligation there for you to do a better job selling it. It's that I think my products are going to change lives, so I better be trying to sell more of them because you almost have that obligation to you know, your clients. It'd be just the thing that they've been waiting for that's going to help them move into a greater space or a higher expression of themselves. That's what I think people don't realize is that sales is about transformation. It's about helping people. It's about providing solutions, and it's your job to be the mouthpiece for that. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So let's say everybody listening is like totally on board at this point. We've convinced them that sales are important. They know that sales need to happen. A lot of the people who are listening have digital-based businesses, so Mm -hmm. coaches, digital products, and a huge piece of that, especially for the higher-end market, is discovery calls, which is what we Mm -hmm. have so... Mm amply name them because I think we're afraid of the word sales, (laughs) but essentially sales calls. So I would love to talk to you a little bit about sales calls because I happen to know that you have some really solid background with like, we're not talking two, $300 sales calls. We're talking like crazy big deals with crazy big clients. So talk to us a little bit about the importance of sales calls. And then maybe we can get into some things that you would have people do 
to like really improve their sales calls. Absolutely. Um, for those of you guys that are in the digital space and your coaches, the reality is, is that what a discovery call is, is really a discernment call. You can call it whatever you want, but it's really an opportunity for you to discern if that person is a good fit for you and really if you're a good fit for them. Right. Ooh, can, um, you, because- can you say that again? Because I think people think these calls are to convince people to buy your products. So say that again, because I love yes. to say that. Yeah, it's a discernment call. It's an opportunity for you to see if that person is a good fit for you. But if you are a good fit for them and three things should happen on all discernment slash discovery calls, either you move them into a sale, you disqualify them. Or you give them something to do to make them sales ready for the next time. That's the three things that should happen on a discovery call. What should not be happening on a discovery call is a monologue, a presentation, a pitch, or a interrogation. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what happens is, is that what people forget, and this is what makes them really nervous, because they think they have to have this massive presentation. They've got to be pitchy, pitchy, pitchy or they have to have this massive presentation. And the truth is what people really desire is the same thing that you desire, a genuine conversation where you listen about what their problems are and you ask probing questions that help them get beneath that problem and really get to the nugget of their issue and then identify a solution, delineate some sort of forward-taking action that they can take, whether they buy from you or not. Something that shows them that you hear them, you understand them, and you can solve their problem. That's what a discovery call is. It's a dance, you know, and not everyone, you shouldn't dance with everybody, right? (laughs) And this is, (laughs) right? There's some people that, you know, don't want to, you know, don't want to be a follower, don't want to be a leader. They step on your toes and that's not a good match for a dancing partner. So this is really identifying if this is someone that you want to dance with for longer than the time that you're on the phone call with. I love it. Okay, so let's have some fun. Let's say my sales ability are right on par with the dancing ability of Carlton from The Fresh Prince, right? That's where I'm at. And I really want to do the foxtrot with my next client. So what do I need to do on my calls to move them into a sale more elegantly and in a way that, again, leaves me and them feeling good about the call? Awesome. I love that you asked that question. Let's talk about what you do before the call to prepare yourself, because that's a very important piece so that you're really going into that call fully present and engaged. Because anyone that's doing the Foxtrot or the Carlton still has to warm up, right? You can't just hop on that dance floor and boogie, boogie, boogie. You might break your back. So (laughs) what you need to do before you get on a call is get yourself grounded. And what I mean by that, so that I can take that woo-woo and bring it into your walk, is this. You need to get yourself completely centered and completely present to the moment that's about to happen. For me personally, that's taking some deep breaths. That's actually visualizing how I want the conversation to go, kind of like a movie trailer. I like to actually imagine that no matter what, whether it's a sale or not, okay, that What is going to be for the highest and best good for myself and for the client will happen. That's the first intention. And by doing that, what you're you're doing is you're saying this isn't about making a sale. 
This is about creating a meaningful connection and opening a relationship. See, we talk about closing the sale, which is awesome, and closing the deal. But that close really means that you're opening a relationship. So get yourself fully present. Don't show up to the call two minutes before it happens. Spend 10, 15 minutes before the call getting yourself calm, giving yourself your own little pep talk, right? Saying, you can do this. Be on, you know, just be yourself. Show up authentically. And then when you pick up that phone and make that call, what I want you to remember is that your job is to listen. I love it. It's to listen. It's to ask questions to better understand where this person is at. Your job is to ask questions, to listen, to do the issue identification, to obviously tell them about who you are, right? How you may have a solution that helps with that issue. And then you also need to garner commitment because the reality is you could have somebody right now, okay, that basically has a problem that you can solve but you've just asked them about their commitment level and they've told you that they're not really serious about solving the problem. And so now you have to, this is where the qualification comes in. You have to ask yourself, is this somebody that I'm going to want to spend and invest my time in if they're not fully committed to the process? And so that's why I'm saying you're qualifying people by asking powerful questions. And then what you need to do to really get the foxtrot on, the thing that people don't do is they forget to do the most important thing, ask for the business. Zach, you'd be amazed at how many people do this. They have the perfect dance partner on the other line, right? They've got the perfect client. They've identified the issue. The client loves them. They've told them how they're going to, you know, solve the problem. And you know what they do, Zach? They say, it was so awesome talking to you. Think about what I've got, what you know, what I offered and get back with me. Instead of saying, let's get you started. I love everything about this call. Maybe you've noticed. But, <laughs> but I really love that you said that because I have found that one of the biggest challenges I see with people that I work with and with students and even with people who just, you know, tune into the show or, or my blog is that they have amazing products and they're not selling them because they're not selling them. They're not asking for the sale. Exactly. And Let me tell you a true story, one. Zach. I did three discovery calls last week where I was on the recipient side. And I did this to basically test the market. And I actually did genuinely need the services. And on all three of the calls, let me tell you what was missing. Nobody asked me about my commitment level and nobody asked me for the sale. They left me with, I'll send you some information. Then some of them didn't send the information on time and none of them followed up until a week and a half later where I already hired somebody else. And guess who I hired, Zach? The ones who asked for the business. Absolutely. So just a really quick recap. So you have to get, before you ever get on the phone, you need to set your intention, which I think is such a big one and such an overlooked one. And once you're on the phone, your job is not to coach them. Your job is not to convince them. Your job is to ask them questions that qualify them to work with you and that qualify you to work with them. And then if everything feels right on your end, interesting thing about humans is we tend to reciprocate feelings things probably feel right on their end. And then it's time to actually say, are you ready to work with me? Are you ready to make a payment today? Are you ready to put a deposit? Are you ready to sign the contract? Not 
think about it and I'll send you an email and then never follow up. Absolutely. <laughs> and even better than asking the question, are you ready? Because we want to be mindful of, and I speak more about this in, in my upcoming course, because there's a time and a place for open and closed questions, right? But what would be even more powerful is because you just said it beautifully. It's energy, right? You're feeling it. I'm feeling you. You're feeling me. We're on this floor. I mean, dancing with the stars would probably give us a 10, right? We're in perfect alignment together. And so really all you need to do is tell me what's next. So here's what's going to happen next, Andra. I'm going to send you this. And, you know, then we're going to, you're just going to walk me through what's next. That's called, you know, that's called a trial close. Okay. And the next thing you need to ask for is to explain to me how you accept payment, what form of payment you accept. And then now it's time for multiple choice. And the multiple choice question should be, is that a Visa, MasterCard, Discover, or American Express? I love it. And you know, it's funny enough, I used to work in sales and that's what they used to tell us the same thing is you never ask you say, how will you be paying today? And before they can answer, you give them a choice. And I absolutely love that. And I think it's so true in any market. And my friends, that is not sleazy. That just made your job easy. Exactly. Oh, rhyming. I love it. Okay. So I've got two more quick questions for you and then we'll wrap it up. So the first question for you is in 30 seconds, tell people one thing they can do to boost their sales right now. Show up, pick up the phone. I mean, hey, listen, Zach, let me just make an assumption here. Many of the people that are listening to you are not doing discovery calls. They're not picking up the phone. They're not taking advantage of the multiple opportunities that are right there. There's implicit and explicit opportunities right there in those Facebook groups to take those connections to the next level. And so that's why I say pick up the phone. Now, you know me personally, I'm a little bit snarkily. So let me give you a more, <laughs> let me give you a more meaningful answer so that those that are listening don't think, well, who's she, what's she talking about? Here's what I want you guys to do. The one thing in 30 seconds that I can tell you to do is start looking at your opportunities that are already in front of you. If you're in a Facebook group, I want you to look at, you know, have you been engaging? Have you been creating experiences, whether you're initiating them or responding to them? And have you been looking for the clues, the implicit clues that create opportunities for you to deepen that connection? Because sales starts first with the connection. Perfect. And I want to make a quick note that you didn't say put the discovery call button on your website, <laughs> which I love. You said <laughs> pick up the phone because that's where that's where the work is. OK, perfect. And then the last question. So for those of you listening, this is going to be one of the first episodes. So I'm considering making a regular question at the end, which is, what does the word hustle mean to you as it pertains to business? Hustle to me means grit. And grit is really the characteristics of passion, meeting perseverance, meeting resilience, you know, delayed gratification, never giving up, and really, you know, just digging deep and allowing the momentum of your mission to carry you forward. Awesome. So that's all the formal questions I've got. So tell everyone where they can find out a little bit more about you, what you've got coming up, anything you want to share. Yeah, well, a couple of things that I have coming up, and I don't know when this is going to be released so that, you know, it could be 
time sensitive. But what I want you to do is if you go to AndraBolin.com forward slash Chaching, you can get on the waiting list. There's some courses that are going to be coming up. The first course, believe it or not, I'm going to take you guys to the beginning where the sales process and journey begins, which is in creating connections. So there's going to be a course that's coming up. It's going to be an easy course to teach you how to create connections and how to actually grow your business by working your Facebook groups, not as the admin, but as the person that's in the group. The other thing too, is I'm going to be giving you guys some tips on discovery calls. So there's going to be a course on discovery calls and I'm just going to start doing bi-weekly webisodes, webinars that you can join to help teach you you know, all about sales to take it from sleazy to easy. So get on the, get on my mailing list so that you can be in the know when they launch and release. But they're coming here. We'll put a link to that one in the show notes. Yeah. Cha-ching. Perfect. And what's your core website? AndraBolin.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Andra, I want to just thank you once again so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And hopefully you guys take some time to take a look at your sales system and see what are you doing that's working? What are you doing that's not working? And ask yourself, are you being a Carlton or would you be able to hang with the best of them on Dancing with the Stars? So thank you so much, Andra, for showing up today. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you. Wow. What a killer interview from the wonderful Andra Bolin. And I just wanted to take a quick second to kind of recap some of the really awesome stuff that we covered in that interview. And, you know, the first thing is that if you really want to get better at selling and you do, if you want to grow your business, you have to change your perception of sales. No one's going to change that perception for you. And converting is not bad. Selling is not bad. Persuasion is not bad especially when you believe in your product. And, you know, she said she wants to take sales from sleazy to easy. And I absolutely love that because it's not just about the numbers. It's about connections and growth and getting results for people. And if you take nothing else from this episode, I want it to be that selling is a good thing. Selling is a good thing. And you should be doing more of it in your business. We also talked about how to take yourself from doing the Carlton to doing the Foxtrot when it comes to the dance of a discovery or sales call. And it comes to prepping yourself before that call starts and understanding that you have to listen and ask questions. And it's not a call where you're trying to convince them or sell them or pitch them. It's a call where you're finding out if you're a good match. And I just love the way she put it, which is, you know, You're listening, asking questions, and qualifying. You're not going out of your way to sell. And then, of course, make sure you go for the ask. You know, the one thing that she said you can do right now to make more sales is show up and ask people to buy. So many of us forget to actually ask because we're either afraid to say, how are you going to pay today? Or are you ready to join my program? Or make sure you take action. But when you do that, the sales actually start to roll in. So with that being said, if you'd like a recap, you can head over to the show notes for this episode, heartsoulhustle.com forward slash two, the number two, to get the show notes. And that's going to include links to some of the stuff that Andra talked about, her website, and some awesome stuff that we've got coming out. And before you leave, I want to invite you to do me a huge favor and leave us a review for this episode. Now, everyone who leaves a review is going to be entered for a chance to win one of my paid 
training programs. We're going to pick a couple of winners in the next couple of weeks before February 15th. And if you leave us a review, tell us what you think of the show. You'll be entered for a chance to win your choice of one of my paid programs, either Rock Your Scopes, the premier periscope training for profits, or Rock Your FB Ads, which is just a great little training program that teaches you how to leverage Facebook to get the leads you want in your business. So make sure that you leave us a review and you will be entered to win. So I hope you enjoyed that episode and I want to take a quick moment to invite you to join the Heart Hustlers group on Facebook. We are a group of over 2,600 as of right now and counting online entrepreneurs that are just supporting each other to crazy success in our businesses. If you're looking for a place where you can be supported, get questions to your answers, and just have an awesome community around you that wants the same things out of life that you do, you can head over to hearthustlers.com and join the Facebook group today. We would love to have you, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com. 